on this week's episode. Experience Kissimmee is telling you how you can volunteer virtually. Where to find your favorite wine at local spots. You're going to get to know Selena and Joe really well on this episode. One Heart, View Sub, and Opening Day. You'll hear it here first. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Zoom in five different locations and this is episode 52. We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that make up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring you the available jobs, we cover the breaking news, and we chat with industry professionals about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcasts by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. You can also keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for swag and repeat. Today's show is brought to you by ViewStub, a platform for ticketing, promotion, and streaming. I am one of your three hosts, David Buckaloo of Buckaloo Hospitality. And I need to pause here because I got called out on a different podcast for not giving a good intro to my other co-hosts. I didn't know you actually listened. Oh, I listened. I listened twice. I, oh man, sounds like he took notes. I, I have. I can't wait. You can it's see my notes. Good. I'll show you my. I have feverish notes. We'll start with Selena. Selena's so a, so good. I was so <laughs> a big fan of Tito's and Nutella. She just finished Whole Thirty, I assume, <laughs> right? <together. 'Cause, laughs> uh, she came to America when she was seven and a half years old. If you didn't know this, I believe from Greece, but she never actually said that in the podcast. Yes, from Greece. From Greece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She lived on a yacht, if you didn't know this, and she grew up in a nudist colony. She knows <laughs> she knows the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air rap, and she has 19 social media accounts, including four Instagrams, and she's a huge, huge fan of Reese Witherspoon. In addition, Good she's... Job, well, I got more, I got more, I got more. <laughs> in addition, she's an old school Kardashian fan, but she has a special place in her heart for the simple life, which is Paris Hilton. Wow. Wait, her birthday's coming up, and her dream was to throw a white party and wear a red dress as she walked in. That was the hour Way to put me out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then you also have Joe, who is a fan of The Legend of the Hidden Temple. She loves Unsolved yeah, she Mysteries is. and X-Files. She's never allowed to watch The Simpsons. She snuck away to watch Singled Out. She auditioned for The Bachelor, which is a really good story. You got to watch. You got to listen to the podcast to get that full story. She's a YouTube sensation. And I searched for this. and I could not find anything on Dropkick Joe. You're going to want to search Joe Dropkick Scott. Okay, so I didn't know that. You didn't give us that clue. Huge fan of Sandra Bullock. So we got Reese Witherspoon and Sandra Bullock. And still has her Blockbuster card where she got to be a Disney princess. She has a a closet crush with the president of Chick-fil-A. I guess it's really the owner, not the president. (laughs) Because she's also closed on Sundays. (laughs) And she has a secret obsession with sloths. And we knew this because she has sloth socks. And she loves Dane Cook. Am I right? You, you nailed it. I'm I nailed sorry. it. I feel, like, I feel like if I ever have to get a dating site again, I'm going to call you. I hope I never have to, but... <laughs> yeah, I'll do it because I, I, I listen to everything. I'm a, I'm a big listener, so... David, that meant a lot to us that you cared so much. That was sweet. Yeah, and, uh, Thank uh, you. Carlin... Was, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you tagged me in something with Paris Hilton last week, and I sat there thinking, <laughs> did he listen? Because nobody else in the world... Yeah, that's why I didn't want to respond because I had this... Uh, uh-huh. I, had this, I see you sneaky. These Thank notes you for that. For you. All right. Wait, so <laughs> how funny was that though? Did you? So the whole um, episode was like 
an hour and 20 minutes. Like, oh, it was forever. I was dying laughing the entire time. It was, it was, it took two runs to get through it. And then I listened again this morning to make sure I had all the, the notes right. You're so funny. That's dedication. So yeah. hopefully they haven't, haven't hung up, but we also have Patrick uh, Van Dusen and Spencer Elliott of View Stub here as well. You guys want to say hi? Good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> you guys are energy this morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> We did wake them up early. I, they probably don't get up this early normally. We always start with a question of the week. And our question of the week are, because we have some birthdays coming up, both Joe and Selena. If you could go back and relive any age in your life again, what would it be and why? What age? And we'll start with you, Selena. I would go back to being like six because it was fun and we would play in the streets at night, you know, like kicking balls and I'd play with all the boys. It was just fun. It was very innocent. And that's the thing is I was innocent and I didn't know a lot of the real world stuff happening. So I would say that being a kid and having a childhood. Joe. Six is a good age. That's kind of where I was going. So I'll go seven just, just because I was doing a lot of like fishing with my dad and sports and things like that. And I wish I still had the time to do those things. All right. What about you, Patrick? I would say age 16 uh, when I got my license uh, that first year of driving. Just wouldn't have done as much reckless stuff and probably would have prioritized my time a little bit better. Patrick, what was your first car? It was a Ford F-150 lifted very high and the bottom of the door came all the way up to my hip. Uh, oh, I, I can't get in those. No, I need help. If you guys didn't know, Patrick's like a master mechanic by trade and also has had like, what, 30 cars, Patrick? At yeah, this point? about 31 cars now. About, like he hasn't counted. He's like about 31. How many do you currently have? Uh, just two right now okay oh good so you have time to do an oil change for me <laughs> i don't even have time to do an oil change right now for myself <laughs> spencer what about you what age i was gonna go with the younger age like you guys said i have my three-year-old daughter so i kind of envy her sometimes with her carefree lifestyle after thinking back i think one of the best times of my life was when i was in gainesville um, at the university of florida and just kind of thinking back to where that's when i decided to follow my passions and really go after being an entrepreneur so i would say that was probably the time that I would choose for sure. David, it's your turn. I saw, I saw your chat, by the way. <laughs> Go dogs. <laughs> so I, I can do that because Paul uh, also went to the University of Florida. He graduated from there. So we have a big rivalry in our house for Florida, Georgia weekend. So um, anytime that anyone, and the majority of my friends all went to Florida. Carlin also with Champs and Gossip went to Florida. So I get it a lot so anytime that i can i have to get that little little hit in there yeah. well it was my wife who dragged me up there i'm, I'm still a knight by heart so that's much better okay. mine would be when i was 21 i think college was the best and that year when i was 21 i had a fantastic apartment set up and great roommates and able to drink legally and uh, took part in that and just had a great time. And it was just, you know, I didn't really have any big responsibilities and anything to worry about except having a good time and having fun. So I would go back to that uh, in a heartbeat. Right. Were you drinking bourbon then? Or? No. Yeah, what was your drink of choice when you were 21, Dave? I oh, have man. to know. I made a really good hunch punch. Uh, you know, Come on, Everclear? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my drink of choice. It was probably beer and it was probably like uh, South Paw or Yingling or something like that. I definitely hunch wasn't. Punch was drink of choice it was what was at the party and you it's what, but I, I was the guy that made it so i just loved doing it so <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. now that we got that all the way let's go ahead and talk about it so some of the events that we had last week will kick off with the mpi virtual coffee talk and joe you were a big part of this can you give us a recap yeah okay so first 
first, I have to say that I absolutely love Dr. Uh, Laura Hodges. She is incredible. So if you went to the MPI event when we were still allowed to be around each other, it was at the Hyatt, what, February, Dave, that she was the yes, speaker? Yes, it was our February coffee Yeah. Talk. So she spoke about stress in your life and how you're able to kind of move forward through challenges and just how to be mentally stable, pretty much, which is what we kind of all need right now. So we felt that this was a good time to kind of do a recap and then also an elevated conversation about it. So we had um, a few people that were at the February Coffee Talk, but also some additional participants as well. And it was very interactive for um, a, a podcast or a webinar or whatever you want to call it, a virtual experience. I felt like the conversation really flowed, uh, which is really nice with the participants. But really just, she's just so knowledgeable and so helpful. And she's continuing this session um, for another week as well. Yes, and we'll talk about that later in the show. Shannon Taryn also had her office hours again, and Selena got to take part in that. Yes, I loved it. So this was the last one. I don't know if she'll be doing them again because it was two hours every week out of everyone's time, but it was amazing. And this one was about her favorite apps and tools that save time. She actually created a page on her website called Shannon's Favorite Things, and she went through them. So at the top, it's all the softwares or websites that she uses, and she went through each of them explaining why. She even showed you like behind the scenes what hers looks like and how she organizes everything and then on that web web page you'll also see other things like her amazon list and her trade show kit and things like that so she put a lot of time into it you should definitely check it out we'll try to post a link to it in our facebook group Lena, your birthday is coming up maybe you should post your amazon list and see what happens just saying oh okay i see you the old I'm right back at you. <laughs> I just set that up for myself. Like, I'm mm-hmm. right back at you. <laughs> we also had a Visit Orlando webinar. This one was on the mindset of the post-crisis consumer. Joe, did you get to take part in that one? I didn't get to jump on. I feel like there was something else going on at the same time that I wasn't able to, but I did get the recap so that I can watch it on my own time, which we know is not what Selena likes to do, live or nothing. But Dave, tell us about what happened. Yeah, so the, the big takeaways I took from that is that air traffic is starting to trickle back up. Uh, it hit its lowest point about a week ago. This was, well, at this point, it's probably about a week and a half ago, where it hit down to 87,000 people across the entire United States. It's never been anything close to that. But now it's starting to trickle up. It got back into the six figures. It's it's over 100,000 now. So that's a good sign that it's it's going up. It's trending up. And also the biggest takeaway was they were talking about when to start spending your marketing dollars. And it seems like that hotspot is going to be June and towards the end of June. You're going to want to start spending your money. You're going to want to start spending it in the domestic market and probably somewhat local and regionally as well to really drive home and get people going. Many of our our talks have talked about there's a lot of pent-up demand. And as soon as people can get out and travel and feel safe about it, they're going to want to do that. And we kind of suspect that that's going to be July uh, as well. So June is when you want to start spending that money. In addition, we also had the Inquisitor Happy Hour, which was put on by Christy McLeod. Uh, She opened up, it looked like at least four or five different wine bottles, and I think she was drinking them, so she probably had five glasses during (laughs) this thing. She was having a good time. Uh, they were. It was fun because it was interactive and people could uh, not really talk, but they could type in. So everyone was typing in and, and giving their feedback to the wines. Uh, personally, I didn't get to have any of the wine while I was doing it. I was drinking beer myself, but it was really nice to get her take on, on how the wines, what they pair with, uh, as well as uh, Matthew from her team and Laura was also on there as well. They I, We also came up with the idea of possibly doing an Inquisitor wine club. And so they were kind of, I don't know, I threw that idea out there and they kind of very well. And that may potentially I saw happen. that you posted 
posted that, I saw that comment. It popped up and I wanted to go and like the comment, even though I wasn't able to attend the session and it wouldn't let me, but I love that idea. That's brilliant. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great if you could just have, you know, put together five or six of their wines each month and just bring them to you. I mean, I would be in. So hopefully. I just keep using the new emoji on Facebook, the hug one. Like it doesn't apply at all to some of the stuff that I want. I like, I should like, or I should be like sad, but instead I just, I hug everything. I don't it. have it yet. Well, I have like the new beta version of Facebook and I don't have that. But Maybe whatever. it's on your old also, Facebook. Yeah, I, I could go to the old one. Um, <laughs> I can, I also like how the Inquisitor, even though they might not have a wine club yet, they posted all of the places locally that you can go and purchase wines. And you're, by doing that, you're not only supporting the Inquisitor, you're supporting the venue that has it. Yeah, it seemed like yeah. most of them, if not all of them, were small businesses. So that's, that was great to see. We also had an industry certifications class put on by the MPI Florida Connect. Well, I guess the Florida chapters, which combined their Florida Connect. And that was uh, this week on April 30th. Joe, you got to sit in on that one as well as myself. What were your thoughts there? Yeah, and this is the education series that all four chapters of MPI are putting together. So as you remember, um, the first week was the Greater Orlando chapter, which was a fantastic presentation. Uh, and then North Florida took over this past week um, and talked about industry certification. So anything from your CMP to your CMM to your CSCP, all the acronyms in the world that you could possibly talk about. So but for me, I felt very spoiled that we had such an amazing coffee talk here in Orlando. You, I guess last year at this point, but Dave, uh, you're the VP of Education for MPI, and the panel that you had for that presentation in our coffee talk um, was just fantastic. You had experts in every field, and I feel like every uh, question was answered with ease. And I think that this one, because of how many things they were trying to cover with just one host was a little bit more difficult because um, it's really hard to answer all the questions when you're not an expert on every single certification. But I feel like they did a great job putting it together. What are your thoughts? Yeah, thanks. And actually, if you did want to reference that talk, we actually have it on our Swag and Repeat SoundCloud page, or you can even get it through the Apple podcast. So you can go back and listen to that. Uh, we brought on what three different, four different experts in their fields of those particular certifications and even had somebody from Rosen College as well. You know, I, I thought it was good uh, to get the conversation going. It seemed like the people that were partaking in it were very eager to find out information. It seemed like some of the things they were asking she was not able to answer right then and there. Uh, maybe she was more used to a, an in-person format. Uh, all that information, if you are interested in it, you can either find it on the, the individual chapter pages or you can listen to our podcast, which was uh, well, almost a year ago, probably in June, yeah, I think that was. I think that for me, like I don't read things well, but I am very good at listening to them. So if I'm like, let's pretend that I'm on my run of the year and I listen to it that way or I'm driving or whatever it may be, like that's a very solid hour of information on certifications that I think is very beneficial for any of our listeners. So definitely go back and into the archives and, and find that one if you're interested at all. Joe, guess what's back? Back again, 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 Shady's back. I don't know. What is it? The fairy job mother. Oh my gosh. So Selena is here, our fairy job mother, and she has a couple of jobs and some big announcements to make. Yeah, so I do want to say I'm excited to see that companies are hiring again. It seems like all of a sudden they're back and they're ready and they need people. So that's exciting, especially in this industry. So what I've been doing is I've been posting them so far on our Facebook group. You can go in and you can see who's looking for what individually one by one as soon as I see them because I don't want you all to have to wait maybe a week to hear it on the podcast and then 
whenever I finally upload the links. So I'm doing them as they come. However, what's the new thing we'll be doing is posting them in an album. So there will be an album in the Facebook group for job alerts or fairy job mother or something. And we'll be posting all the links or pictures or you know what, my screenshots really in there. Um, so the new one that I have for you all today is that um, Maggiano's at Point Orlando is looking for a banquet event coordinator. And I will post the link to that shortly. Um, however, special announcement, our guests here at Ustub also are hiring. So I'm going to turn it over to Patrick to give us details on that position. Yeah, so here at Ustub.com, we're actively hiring a business development position. Uh, anyone who's been in the event industry between three and five years and is actively looking for a position that wants to grow uh, with a high growth technology startup here in Orlando, uh, we'd be more than happy to talk to you. You can reach out ustub.com slash careers. You're going to get a lot of applicants. More than five years, it's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's qualified. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break uh, to hear from ViewStub. Hi, this is Spencer, the CEO of ViewStub.com. ViewStub is a website where anyone can watch exclusive events and videos from anywhere in the world on any device. They can create any type of event or online experience with live streams or uploaded videos. They can offer free or paid access, including by donation or subscription, or in-person and virtual conferences, concerts, sports, workshops, podcasts, and more. Check out viewstub.com for all of your registration, streaming, and promotion needs. And don't forget to join us for event next in August, Orlando. The website is www.viewstub.com slash event next. Again, event next 2020 in August. We hope to see you there, and we hope to see you on viewstub.com. And we're back. Uh, we're going to go right into our promo section with a couple of happy birthdays. All right. So this week on Wednesday, Kaylin Taylor, also past guest Ashley Germano having a birthday on Thursday, along with Susan Sutherland Misfit. If you are a fan of Brandy, who was on our show last week, uh, Susan was a guest on her show this this past week as well. Friday, we have a birthday for Julie uh, DeStefano Walker. And then Saturday, the biggest birthday of them all. <laughs> The big three, oh, that's right. Selena Molinax of Swag and Repeat will turn 30. This is exciting. And then uh, <laughs> on Sunday, David Meister's birthday as well. So a lot of birthdays this week. That's good to see. I just I love, love May. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> just May. All of you. I, I also love that Julie is in Nashville and she's still so relevant in our area. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a legacy right there is when you like live in a different state and people are still highlighting things like your birthday on local podcasts. Good for you, Julie. I want to give a shout out to Randy Keith on becoming a homeowner. It's very exciting. Congratulations, Randy. I believe he got his house the day before his birthday. So that's exciting. Are somebody giving out houses for their birthdays? Let me Let's, right. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> the Michelle Brooks update. What do we got? All right. So I was speaking with Michelle this morning to say, what's going on in your world, sister? And she wants everyone to know about the virtual ladies networker coming up, which we will highlight in a little bit. But mainly, she misses us all the end. She says, stay safe. Happy May. We have a couple of awards to announce. 2020 Connect Corporate 40 Under 40. And there were two locals that were named within the 40 Under 40. And they are Lauren F. Farrell and Leanne Cromer. So congratulations to them. That's so amazing. I mean, 40 Under 40, think about that. But then anybody who works in the corporate industry and events nationally, and we had two locals, amazing women win. That's, I mean, congratulations. 
Moving on to In the Biz. Any updates on the wedding, Joe? Um, it's still happening. I feel like as things are starting to open back up, I can maybe get a dress in the next couple of months, hopefully. Heck, I don't know how that's supposed to work. But I realized that I've been like kind of blacked out for the past 60 days, where prior to all of this, I was like, I have all the time in the world. And now I'm like, it's May. Like, what happened? So um, I do need to to light a fire under my booty and make some things happen this month. So yeah, that's my, my goal is to accomplish something. All right, Joe, you're running out of time. You got to get on it. I know. Don't you think I know? We also had a community day at Del Frisco. So both MPI and NACE. I contacted the presidents of two local organizations, um, NACE and MPI, uh, as this time where we all know that chapters are you know, hurting in different ways. We try to fundraise throughout the years for, for, you know, multiple different options, but we can't do that right now. So Del Frisco's took the initiative to invite each of these organizations in uh, for an evening of giving back. So um, anyone that purchased food items, 10% of those sales were going to go back to the chapter. So NACE was held last Friday and we were able to get back $112 and then MPI on Saturday with 127 So we are, we thank everybody for coming out and supporting. We're happy that we could do that for them. I want to say that MPI might be doing it again. So more to look forward to. Yeah, I was talking with Joe earlier this week and I, I looked at my credit card statement and 20% of it for this month has been at Del Frisco. So I've been there a few times. <laughs> I mean, I think that's amazing. I also wanted to say um, as part of the NACE Orlando board that NACE Orlando decided to donate all of their earnings to the Above and Beyond Foundation, which is something we talked about with Brandy last week. That's fantastic. So the big news out there is that businesses are starting to open on May 4th, uh, which is today. That is today. Yes. So yeah, it's opening day. It's opening day. <laughs> it's kind of like baseball, but not. Yeah, it's not May at all. May the 4th be with you. Yes, May the 4th. So the restrictions are the restaurants can open at 25% capacity. So... What are your thoughts on that, Joe? I don't feel as though it's going to be as beneficial as people are hoping. Like everyone thinks like it's a step in the right direction and this is going to get our economy booming again. And as a restaurant operator, 25% doesn't do much for us. If you're going to put the entire teams at risk for anything, I feel like 50% is kind of the minimum of what we'd have to do to be able to operate. And it makes sense to turn on the lights and open the doors and bring in the staff. It just doesn't make sense to me. I've been in the restaurant business for 19 years, and I just I I don't know that it's the best move. But uh, we will be a part of it today, and we will be opening the dining room, and we'll be a part of this journey. Yeah, a lot of it's the the struggle of the fixed costs is what what makes it difficult to operate at 25 percent because you still have to bring in all your chefs. So you you know you can't bring in 25 percent of them. You have to pretty much bring them all in to make any kind of food and your hostess and your servers and stuff like that. So it's the costs that just don't justify having 25%. Is that, that's correct. I just worry. And I hope that people take this into consideration if they are the ones that are going out and experiencing everything that because it is 25%, a lot of places can't bring in that host or they can't bring in, you know, that third boil guy or whatever it may be. And you're going to have people running you know what you might have a manager at the front door that's also the same person that brings you your food that's also the same person that busts your table um because we really just for us to operate with 25 percent capacity we can't really bring back the team that we would have had before so i i fear that the experience will be affected from our guests and that's the last thing that we would ever want as operators yeah it's interesting the service 
uh, experience will suffer. Moving on to other events, we have ILEA announced last week that they're going to do a virtual conference, and we're waiting to hear from some of the other uh, chapters. This is their national conference, and MPI did follow up with saying that they're going to move their conference to November 3rd through the 6th. And on top of that, so not only did MPIWC move from June to November, they also added a virtual option. So if you are not able to travel, don't want to travel, don't feel comfortable, or your company can't support you, you could still attend virtually. So they'll have that mixed in too. We haven't heard anything yet from NACE. Uh, right now it's staying as an August conference with no change yet, as, as well as SCS, uh, the MPI conference as well, has no official announcement of a change yet. We all, all three of us, uh, finished the FAU course. Look at us, we're graduates. We yeah. need to have a big... We're all yeah. owls. <laughs> we need to do a graduation party as soon as capacity can open, I guess, beyond 50% at least. <laughs> Kelly yeah. Kenny already said that she was going to throw me a party, so I, I'm i waiting. Let's okay, do it. I'll crash that one. Selena, yeah. what was your biggest takeaway from the course? <laughs> You're funny, because um, we talked about this beforehand. That's why. My biggest takeaway was, you know, it was really a refresher for me. I do have two degrees in this industry even though at UCF it wasn't at the College of Business and it was at its own hospitality college, it was basically treated as a as a business degree because we did learn everything from law to finance to risk management to et cetera, like accounting, all the levels of accounting we had to take. So for me, honestly, it was a refresher. I am in a couple of groups for like study groups or support for people that were taking the course. And a lot of people were struggling with the tests or the quizzes at the end of each chapter. And for me, I guess it's a good thing. I still remember everything from eight years ago when I graduated that I just passed all of them. So it was a good refresher for me. As someone who did not go to college for events, like I went to school for sport management with a minor in broadcast because I wanted to interview Shaq every day. Um, so for me, the, actual course load was interesting. I mean, it's all the things that I've heard or seen throughout these years, but an actual like structure of it, but also like studying for the CMP, real world and book world are different. So it's nice to see like those types of things where you can actually relate your experience to, to everything. I enjoyed the uh, doing some math revenue management section, as well as the financial accounting section. So it's good to Let's just get off real. Buckler's favorite part was all of his fangirls mentioned like reaching out on LinkedIn and how popular he is. Who knew Buckley would be trending after all of this? Yeah. Remember of times he sent us screenshots of how popular his LinkedIn was and how many people are checking him out. Like, Guys, okay, look how many views I have. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle it. I, I can't. I have like, still have like 300 messages that I just, I can't get through. I don't know how you guys do LinkedIn. It's, Babe, you don't understand. Selena and I are used to this. Yeah, you guys are. I, <laughs> I've never Especially had any fans. After, so. after our Shams and Gossip debut, our numbers were skyrocketing. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, that, that was a great tell-all. I, I learned so much about you guys. That's I said yes is the new name for Perfect Wedding Guide. So I think it was last fall when we announced that Perfect we purchased Perfect Wedding Guide Central Florida and I think another one here in Central Florida, like maybe North Florida. That was a big announcement that they finally took ownership of this franchise and they bought it. And now they just announced recently that they changed their name to I Said Yes. They sent out marketing collateral uh, with our new email addresses, new website, new everything. So the Perfect Wedding Guide as you knew it, which became Perfect Wedding Pros for a limited time, is now called I Said Yes. So do not be confused with the new name. That's what it is. You heard it here first. Probably not. 
Everyone else knew that already. But all right. Natalia Ramirez, a visit Orlando and an incoming board member for MPI, has started a blog called Quarantini Time. And what is this? Is everything is made up and the days don't matter. You know what? Good for you for starting something new. It's exciting and entertaining to watch you. So thank you for putting that on. How can we find that? You can, it's actually a Facebook group or Facebook page called Quarantini Time. So if you know how to spell that, you could find it. I don't. I, say, I can't believe that somebody didn't already take that. Exactly. That's you a, think that would be a hot commodity. Yeah. It's what you got to do. Be the first one when you have those ideas. Another story I wanted to share is Experience Kissimmee. Uh, They started a partners page Facebook group, and on there they posted about their community. So if you go to experiencekissimmee.com forward slash community, you can find virtual volunteer opportunities. So if you have time to give right now and you want to give back but don't want to physically leave your house or where you're staying, you can help the community at the safety and comfort of your couch through all of those virtual opportunities so we will be posting that link as well. And now the moment you have been waiting for, our guests, Spencer Elliott and Patrick Van Dusen. I think we had to wake Spencer Hi, up. Oh, there he is. He's away. Okay. <laughs> it's just with uh, with all these virtual hangouts, you got to unmute, unmute yourself. It takes a while. It is a skill. You have to acquire that one. <laughs> Right, so tell us about ViewStub. What is it? So ViewStub in a nutshell is a ticketing, streaming, and promotion platform. It's very easy to use. Uh, we built it for you know a sixth grader um, or a 60-year-old and up person that wants to create an event or wants to host online videos. It could be workshops, could be sports, could be entertainment. Uh, and we do help with a lot of conferences. And our platform is actually a white-labeled platform. So you can take what we have and put it on your own website. So I imagine during this time when it seems like the entire world has gone virtual, have you seen a large increase in business and requests? And Oh, yes. Yes, we uh, essentially doubled our team in the past six weeks. At first, it was kind of crazy with the surge, but now it's getting really great. We're launching a lot of great features, uh, helping a lot of events that were in person fully transition to a full virtual event, which has been amazing to see. Um, And then now starting the transition to a hybrid, uh, meaning both in person and virtual. Uh, So it's been such a cool experience and such a short amount of time. And uh, yeah, looking forward to going back to in person but hybrid as well can you walk us through how how this works so you have maybe a an association meeting let's say one in florida and you need to go fully digital what do you guys do how do you take that to a fully digital format so our pay-per-view platform allows them to easily set up a page and start to offer access either as a free event a paid you know paid to play or paid to join event as well as donation-based tickets or subscription-based tickets and so we're essentially restricting the access to that event and allowing the organizer to post a checkout window either on their website or using our landing page and then we of course host the video and host the streaming in a virtual environment. The attendees would log into their account with either us or, or with the organizer and be able to watch the videos uh, on one screen. And we allow the organizer to push as many live streams or as many uploaded videos into that environment as they would like. And so they can really do multiple sessions, multiple stages, multiple camera angles, and allow the organizer or allow the attendee to have that that experience um, and choose their own point of view or perspective. So they would still they would still need to film it themselves and have some kind of production company get it into a video format or a live stream format. That's right, and you can do that from a smartphone, um, an iPad. You can do you know a full production setup like you mentioned, and we have those individuals as well. So if, if that's something that you're not familiar with. 
uh, we'd be happy to send you uh, someone that we trust. Uh, in, you know, we have a few companies that we work with across the country. So what has it been like uh, to handle all this demand? How have you scaled up very quickly? Start with how old the company is. Yeah, we actually started a little over a year ago, um, and then we launched our beta last summer, um, the software as in beta testing. And then around the fall of last year, uh, we launched it to the public and onboarded a few conferences. Since then, you know, we've had great success with the people who, the early adopters who have used us, and then now we're just growing rapidly. We've just been growing the team, launching new features um, as far as, you know, based off customer feedback. Um, And then we recently, you know, added four new business development representatives as well to handle the surge. Um, So really just hitting the road hard. That's amazing. So it seems like you two were ahead of your time with all of this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Before... Before the events, would, would the bigger ones would stream. And uh, with COVID-19, I think it allowed a lot of event organizers and associations to see pretty how easy it is to stream their sessions online and turn virtual, which I think is very great because it's an extra revenue stream. Uh, they could capture up to 50 to 75% more audience for that particular event, which is awesome. So the way you charge or the, your business model on how you charge is, is a pay-per-click type model? Or is there a flat fee? or How does that work? So the, there are no upfront fees when you uh, start with Stuff. So you can actually use all of our software uh, for free, really, um, until you start to generate revenue for yourself. So you can use our affiliate links. You can add a Facebook pixel to your page to start tracking. You can use our white label features. And the only time that we get paid is when when the organizer gets paid. So we become partners in in their success, uh, and we've really flipped the business model. We know how hard it is to fundraise an event. Uh, we know how hard it is with all the financial risks up front to you know pay all your vendors and to coordinate your speakers and everything. So uh, we want to make it as easy as possible to create your event and to start promoting it. We've got a ton of tools um, in the in the promotional aspect, and uh, we want to you know only uh, create a win-win partnership with our events so that when they're successful, that's when we're successful. So we take a percentage of the ticket revenue. Gotcha. And so it's a little different for in-person tickets versus uh, the online video tickets. So if a company, they didn't want to charge their attendees for that content, how would that work then? for you guys. Yeah, so we'd love to have their content and we, we'd be able to let them use our platform and, and start to share with those customers. And, and hopefully in the future, you know, they'll either generate digital sponsorship revenue with us or maybe sell merchandise through our platform. Uh, those are other revenue streams that we might be able to, to tackle with them. So I met you two through MPI. I see you joined recently and you've been promoting and sharing everything about ViewStub on there. How has being an MPI member helped you? And are you a member of any other industry organizations? Well, first, we got to meet you awesome people, which is amazing. (laughs) Oh, stop. You're already on the podcast. You don't have to do that. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) MPI has been amazing. Just connecting with like-minded individuals, uh, networking. Um, of course, you know, just with any networking, you get, you know, referrals, but also you get to share experiences and what's coming up in the event industry, trends. Um, you also get to hang out with cool people, uh, which is great. We've uh, made some great connections. And I know just last week, one of those connections was referring some business to us. Uh, of course, you know, when, when these events are happening where the uh, the drinks start flowing, those are always a good time. And obviously at the uh, event that was at the party at the point, we get to hang out with uh, with everybody as well. And some poker and, and that was a lot of, a lot of uh, fun. And 
it's good to hang out with people outside of a professional environment. So we are currently members of Visit Orlando. Uh, we're actually signing up with FSAE right now and um, ILEA, as well as we have been attending the Party Planners Network events. I feel like I'm forgetting one. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're really trying to get as integrated as possible uh, with the event industry. And, and really, we feel that this is the best way to capture new talented individuals um, for our team, as well as to kind of get the word out there about, about our platform and how we can help. And for me, I give you some advice. Sure. This is from someone who um, has been doing the networking for a long time. Be careful when the drinks are flowing because you might end up jumping off the Hyatt. <laughs> I feel like there's Especially a story hang- there. Well, if you're hanging out with Buckaloo, yeah. um, just be I careful because he will volunteer you for anything. So if you end up being beside him and he has a boatload of drink tickets, be careful. There are challenges coming your way. That's when it gets dangerous. So but I mean, on the good news there is Buckaloo always has the drink tickets. So That's there's true. That. So you do yeah, want to hang out with me for that. Yeah. Yes. Right, so you have a big event coming up yourself, a showcase of your products. It's called Event Yes, Next. I'm excited to hear about this. Yes, tell us more. Yeah. Tell us everything. So it was um, intended to be at the Hilton Orlando. And when everything kind of struck with COVID, we decided to move it to a virtual event uh, for the time being. And it's still going to be August 28th. The event is called Event Next. So you can visit viewstub.com slash event next to learn more information. We've got some great speakers. And, you know, now that we're not able to necessarily do it in person, we're probably going to have to figure out a way to satisfy our exhibitors online. But for the most part, there's going to be a lot of really valuable content. We have some uh, continuing education credits that you can receive uh, just watching the sessions online. And we look forward to not only telling people about what ViewStub does, but a lot of our partners we want to showcase their technology, including some of our, our marketing partners that do a lot of the back uh, behind the scenes distribution of events through the internet. And uh, of course, we're partnering with Orlando Productions AV. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we showcase them and a few other local companies that are sponsoring the event. And we'd love to have you guys there as well, of course. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be there. You've had such amazing growth and success in just about a year of being a company. What's next? Well, uh, Patrick, we had a three to five year plan for this, right? And it's been very accelerated with everything that's going on um, right now. So um, we're still catching up with, I think, what, what our next steps are. Uh, but we're definitely uh, still focused on building the best products for our customers and, and building the best team and culture so that we can have long-term success. Uh, so we're you know actively fundraising. That's actually going pretty well right now. We've uh, hired some additional people you know, in terms of development and, and Patrick mentioned sales. So we'd like to get those uh, team members, you know, off to a great start and they're doing really well uh, already in the first um, six to eight weeks of their, of their roles. And so we think that over time they're going to become even more successful. Well, I was just saying, I mean, you guys collaborate really well and play well off of each other. How did the two of you meet? Uh, we met at a, a networking event, kind of like a, um, they call it an entrepreneur pitch night where entrepreneurs can come and, and kind of pitch and present their idea that they want to start as a business. Uh, usually it's a, a tech, like new innovative idea. So you kind of present it and then get feedback. Spencer was actually presenting production slash early version of ViewStub. Um, it was a it was a little bit different concept, but pretty much ViewStub. And then I was in the audience, and then afterwards I came up to him, and I was doing the same exact thing, which was uh, 360 degree um, production. 
And so we were like, hey, we're doing the same thing. We're at the same stage. Let's just team up. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was right here in downtown Orlando. Very cool. That sounds like our story. <laughs> Go ahead, Spencer. I was going to say, and then we did uh, founder dating for a while. And uh, I've never seen anyone work as hard as Patrick and you know, have such a positive attitude. So I said, I need to make sure I align myself with him. And uh, since then, we've been, you know, really able to grow best team that we can and and we've been bootstrapped right so uh we're very resourceful and that's one thing that i would say about our team is uh we've learned how to grow something from nothing and uh, that's that's the exciting part about where we're at now is things are starting to come to fruition and we're starting to see kind of the fruits of our labor and um you know if you're familiar with entrepreneurship terms we're you know, getting out of the chasm, we're like crossing the chasm. I love to be able to watch the journey and be a part of that. And our, our uh, speaker last week, Brandy was talking about how you have to start being scrappy before you can get there. And so it's awesome that you guys are um, doing everything that you can. It's great to see you every single place that we we go. We, we see you there. So obviously you're getting your presence known. What do you do when you get a day off or you know, what are your hobbies? What are you into? Um, well, lately, well, I mean, we've always worked uh, six, seven days a week uh, in my free time. Uh, usually either working on cars, uh, out on the boat, um, fishing, uh, traveling, visiting friends. Uh, that's my free time right there when I do have free time. So what's your dream car? Uh, I would say a 69 Ford Mustang Fastback. Probably be one that I'm going to add to my collection. I just want a car that runs, that has less than 200,000 miles. Patrick had to help me switch out my radiator. We want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I know, Spencer, you have to jump off, so thank you so much. We're back with the RSBP. We have a couple of events this week, including the One Heart event. What I do know is E-Squared, along with a lot of other local vendors such as Wildly Different, uh, GMF Events, Matt Jill Hot Photography, Florida Event Course, Spectacular Themes, and Two Left Feet are getting together, oh, along with Kenny Communications, are getting together and doing this event for One Heart uh, for Women and Children. It's a donation collection for Giving Tuesday. You're going to meet up at the Macy's parking lot at Florida Mall, and they'll have live music, they'll have giveaways. It'll be a good time while you're also giving back. And I think we'll hear later on as to why these donations are so needed now. But it's just an amazing thing that a lot of our industry partners are getting together and doing for charity. Tomorrow, put down your tacos and tequila and get out there and give. I think you did a great job. But just in case, here's a little word from our friends at The One Heart. Giving Tuesday is going to help so many of the people that are in the hospitality industry. This particular event is going to be really amazing because we did not get any federal funding at One Heart with nonprofit organization. There's a lot of nonprofit organizations that didn't qualify. With Giving Tuesday coming up, it is the biggest financial giving day of the year. We have seen over 4,000 new families that work in the hospitality industry. Families, individuals that come in and get food, and of course that food goes back onto their tables at home. We have not stopped. We've given away over 50,000 pounds of food every single week, and that's fresh produce, and that's meat, and that's dairy, and non-perishables, and also toilet paper and cleaning supplies. We reached back out to Stephanie recently and said, hey, we want to do something again, and this is kind of what we're thinking about, and this is the date. And she's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that date is Giving Tuesday, and we would love for you to be able to partner. We were able to reach out to uh, Jane at Wildly Different and Jason Gable at Two Left Feet and some of our other friends in the hospitality industry and said, hey, would you guys be willing to add some entertainment and some fun to this event? So this is a drive-through donation event 
and it's taking place in the Macy's parking lot at the Florida Mall. They've donated the parking lot to us and uh, Stephanie has a box truck that will be out there. We have volunteers that will be receiving donations of clothing, non-perishable food items, and money. And so we just wanted to add in some fun. So we're going to have spectacular themes. Florida Event Decor are also bringing out some decor because it's Cinco de Mayo and we're event planners. So we have to have some fun with this, right? Yeah, so we're going to have music. Um, no one's going to get out of their cars. Gonna, they're going to drive through, have fun. We're going to have an ice cream truck there that E-Squared is sponsoring. People are going to be able to get treats so it's going to be fun it's from 10 to 2 and we're just asking everybody we know lots of people have been cleaning out their closets during <laughs> this stay-at-home order you know they've run out of things to do so if they have a car full of clothes or you know, anything that they want to bring over that would be great and if they can't do that um, they can donate online as well I'm just so excited that the matching dollar for dollar up to $21,000 is in place because that will really double the amount of money that we can get in in the bank for a one heart Okay, we also have the second part of the Lauren Hodges talk with MPI. Uh, That'll take place on May 5th at 10.30 a.m. PPN is back for their May event. Uh, It's going to be May 6th from 11.30 to 12.30, and that'll be a virtual setting as well. NACE's mini masterclass. So this is the NACE Orlando monthly meeting. It's virtual. It's a virtual lunch and learn, so you get to eat whatever you want, the comfort of your home. And this is the mini masterclass being put on by Walk the Talk by Shannon and Julie. So we mentioned it's Julie's birthday on Thursday. Well, the day before, she's partnered up with Shannon Rodriguez for Walk the Talk. And they're doing a mini masterclass on how to navigate with our clients during this pandemic. It's free to both members and non-members. You do have to pre-register. So make sure you find the event on Facebook, go to the Zoom and pre-register because there are some questions that you need to fill out in order for them to be able to do the presentation. Can you give us some details on the MPI Florida Connects session for this week? Yeah, sure. So the one for this week is actually, I'm really excited to look forward to this one. The topic is how to swim your best race in choppy waters. And the speaker, Selena, which chapter is this one from? Do you know? This is South Florida. Okay, so this Dr. Elko is the, he's worked with a lot of different um, Olympic teams, sporting teams. So he's worked with the University of Alabama, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, University of Louisville baseball team. So as a sport management background, I can't wait to hear a little bit about, about what they, they have to say here. So again, the topic is going to be how to swim your best race in choppy waters. And we have two groups that are going to throw a party for Selena on Saturday. <laughs> going to be fun. So it's starting off and also ending. We have the DJ Throwdown and Kristen Hubbard-Wilson with our DJ Rocks is involved in this one. But basically it looks like it's a throwdown between eight extraordinary talented DJs around the country. Go live and you can listen to all of their amazing DJ-ness. So you can find the DJ Throwdown on Facebook. But also that evening, Ice Bar Orlando is presenting a virtual dance party. And this is going to be obviously virtual. It's live and it's with DJ ET. So if you want to dance, Saturday night is where it's at. Could you like put the AC down in your house to like 60 and put on a parka? I think so. And Maybe then, like you know what? Ice cube going. Yeah. yeah, I would drink a white Russian just because I feel like that's appropriate. I don't know. Then moving on to the horizon, we have the glittering hour is back. It is crazy to me. Sorry, Dave, but it is crazy to me to look at these dates like May 13th, May 14th. 
I feel like April was so long and I can't believe that we're finally getting these May dates. It's making me so excited. Sorry, go ahead. So we're still working on the topic for the Glittering Hour, but it's going to be May 13th. And that same very day, or actually right after it, right? Tribe will have their virtual event as well. Is there a topic or speaker for that? Tribe on May 13th is virtual. And the topic is writing and executing a business plan. So if there's some of you out here now who are thinking now is the best time to become an entrepreneur and start whatever company you're working on, or at least fix or update or anything, this is going to be a great session online on how to write and execute a business plan. Our last event is going to be the Ladies Networker, and that's going to take place on May 14th. Do we have a time? So that's our show for the week. Uh, we do want to thank our guests, uh, Patrick and Spencer, as well as uh, View Stuff for sponsoring the show. Thank you so much. So on our next show, we're going to have Peter Ritchie, the Dean and Professor of FAU, on to talk about a recap of that FAU course. And that'll be on our Monday, May 11th show. And we'll have a few more guests after that that we just don't know about yet. So that's it for today's show. Selena, do you have anything else? Joe, you have anything else? I do not, but thank you. Have an amazing week. May the 4th be with you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat, the voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.